Larry Summers' support for Build Back Better after really hitting the rescue plan pretty hard is probative, it's important, but it also shows a value issue that I take exception with him about. Let's listen to what he had to say and then we'll go ahead and take it on the other side. Reversing inflation is a top priority of his. This came after the Bureau of Labor Statistics Wednesday announcement that consumer prices were up 6.2% over the prior year. That is the biggest increase since November 1990, more than 30 years ago. My next guest has long been warning about the inflation risk in America today. Larry, you've heard Janet Yellen, the White House, uh, all say that they're still not convinced that they have an inflation problem. It's temporary. How do you respond? They forecast that inflation would be 2% this year in the president's budget. It's three times that. They said in the summertime, after they'd been initially wrong, that inflation would be back to normal by the end of the year. And they said early in the fall that inflation would subside early next year. Now they're saying that it's going to subside in the second half of next year. Sooner or later, I'm sure it will subside. But my judgment is, given the inflation momentum that has built up, that it's going to take some significant policy adjustment or uh, some unfortunate accident that slows the economy before inflation gets back to uh, the 2% range. What do you mean when you say a kind of dramatic, significant policy action? Are you thinking of something sort of like what Paul Volcker had to do uh, to break the back of inflation in the early 1980s? not talking about the kind of interest rates that Paul Volcker engineered, but we are talking about a more aggressive approach to monetary policy than the Fed is now talking about. You know, there's a lesson for Reed from the experience of the 1970s, which is the difference between higher and lower unemployment is two or three percent of the people being unemployed. The difference between higher and lower inflation is a hundred percent of the people feeling they're being robbed of purchasing power by higher prices. Now, I can explain and I do in my economics classes that higher prices mean higher wages. So the two go together. So it doesn't have that big an effect on people's standard of living. But that's not how most people think about it. I think inflation had a lot to do with electing uh, Richard Nixon. I think it had a lot to do with electing Ronald Reagan. I think for many people, inflation is a test of whether the country's under control. I think it's therefore very important for an administration like President Biden's for a Fed, like Chairman Powell's, that want to project a sense of competent control to be addressing the inflation issue. Explain to us, if you are right, why is it that inflation is rearing its head now? For the last 30 years, everyone who has predicted high inflation has been wrong. Uh, and you yourself you used to write just about a year or two ago about how the basics, what you call the secular trend in the economy, was uh, stagnation, was low growth, not likely to trigger inflation. What change, what, what happened to change your mind? So I've never projected inflation any time in the last 30 years. What changed my mind was that this year we had a fiscal stimulus program equal to 15 percent, 14 to 15 percent of GDP in an economy that was only a couple percent short of its capacity. And so if you inject that much demand with that little a capacity margin, it figures you're going to get inflation. And the only time we did anything like it was during World War II or during the Korean War. 
when we got inflation. Your biggest concern was about that massive COVID relief bill. Do you share the same concern about the infrastructure bill and the and the other bill that might uh, go through Congress? I don't, Fareed. I, I would change those bills, but if I had to vote up or down on them, I would vote up. There are two big differences. First, those bills spend less over the next 10 years than the massive 2021 bill uh, spent over one year. Second, those bills, unlike the 2021 bill, have tax increases that cover the expenditures. And in addition, include significant public investments that will raise the potential of the economy to produce more, which will lead to further uh, tax revenue. So it's a completely different picture. So in a sense, you're saying the mistake was made by spending that $2 trillion. That's the mistake that has to be remedied. Um, you're not advocating voting down these two bills. No, I think it would it would compound the error we made last spring when we supported much too much money giving away. If now we rejected investments in expanding the economy's capacity, it would compound the error we've already made if we were to vote down this bill. Much better to fight inflation by supporting a strong and independent Fed doing what it needs to do. I tell you what, I tell you what, these neoliberal economists drive me crazy. At least he comes out and he says, let's go ahead and pass the bill because it's going to, what it'll do is increase the, uh, the, the tax base, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, on the backs of the regular man, of course, regular person, of course. But here's what gets me. There are three things that gets me. First of all, he comes and he starts and he says how wrong the administration was because they projected the wrong inflation rate, which is true, right? But why did they project the wrong inflation rate? Because of thievery, because of greed. They didn't expect that the gas oil companies and all these guys were going to rip America off, which is what they're doing. There is no shortage. There is absolutely no shortage of petroleum, which by having this false shortage of petroleum, it's increasing the price of everything else. There is the, the problem with the supply chain Whose fault is that? It's the private sector. That has nothing to do with supporting the, 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 the rescue plan that America needed. America needed a humongous rescue plan because everybody was shut down out of work and we had to replace that. In fact, if you take a look at how much that rescue plan is worth, if the economy had not uh, catered in the first place, what you would have found out is that you would have had only 50 billion or so more money in the economy. Now let's take this a little bit further because uh, it is so important that we take this further. Uh, notice that this economist was really ready to sacrifice the average American citizen. What did they say? Oh, uh, if we don't give the stimulus, only we, we have a difference between 3 and 4% in, in unemployment. But if we go ahead and give them that, otherwise what we get is not a 4% inflation, but everybody pays a little bit more for their product. But we have to be consistent. If everybody, he also says he teaches in his class that that increase in cost to everybody else is not probate, is not important because everybody's wages go up, and therefore what happens is it's it's a false belief that this sort this small amount of inflation would change things. In other words, let's sacrifice the three or four percent of people so that people would not 
believe that things are costing more instead of educating the people to let them know there is no reason to be concerned. Educate the people as opposed to playing into their fears, which is what neoliberals and conservatives do all of the time. But most importantly, folks, most importantly, we have to understand where the problem lies. The problem lies in the basis of the economic system that is consists of greed and greed and greed. We constantly, we never penalize those who take away. We never take care of those who are the ones who create, who make this society. What we do is we go ahead and penalize the average person and we let those on the top that continue to do their things Rome free. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.